Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. I, I really do. I'm being as sincere as possible. Get off my back, bro. Anyway, real quick, hit subscribe if you haven't done so already. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just an amazing place to grab some barbecue. Also, Superbook Sports Colorado. I'll tell you more about Superbook Sports Colorado here in a second. But first, a plane took off with two melted windows. We'll get into that story. A lion, a lion was on the loose in a city near Rome. In the, the, the whole city was in panic mode. But then the people from the circus were like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You're not in any threats. Sounds like that's like some weird clown that was just like, <laughs> hey, everybody, it's fine. It's just a lion. It might rip your face off, but don't worry. Also, what not to do if you win a major award, this courtesy of Jelly Roll, which is still the weirdest as a performer name in country music that I've ever heard. What not to do if you are doing a spacewalk? Okay. It's funny. And it's going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> influencer who said she had her boyfriend's name Kevin tattooed on her forehead she came clean like we all knew that she uh, should have been doing it from the get-go and the time I clogged the toilet at my in-laws okay a story just in time for the holidays <laughs> but before we get into the headlines Refer a friend and earn a $50 bonus this season with Superbook Sports. This is so cool. Superbook is the most trusted name in sports wagering, and you don't want to miss their Refer a Friend bonus. All you need to do is click on the Refer a Friend link under your profile in the, Super, in the Superbook app, share the promo code with your friends, and you're going to get a $50 bonus for everyone who registers using your code. That's so awesome. So win money wagering and win money referring this season with Superbook Sports. I was telling uh, some people the other day about this. They're like, wait, are you serious? That's a great freaking deal. I know. So go ahead and visit Superbook.com for the terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I don't understand how this happens. In this day and age, it shouldn't happen, but it did. A plane took off with two missing windows. So they take off. They reach about 15,000 feet. Then they're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. We're missing two windows. Then they immediately turned back around and landed. Okay, so I'm reading from, I think it is from Lad Bible, because this story's everywhere. I just picked one. The mishap occurred a day after the plane had been used for filming with strong lights set up around it to give the illusion of a sunrise. They didn't say what they were filming. I'm going to just assume it was a porno. Why not? Okay, everybody else is like, they're probably shooting a TV commercial. No, no, that's not the way I like to think, okay? I just imagined there was a lot of sex going on. Boom, the lights were out there, just melted shit. <laughs> so after investigating the plane, it was found that the foam around the damaged windows had melted or was missing 
with the panes of glass themselves deformed and shrunk. According to the AAIB, the lights should have been no closer than 10 meters to the plane, but were between 6 and 9 meters from the window. So, And if you've ever been around those TV lights, those things are crazy intense. And they're trying to mimic the sun rising. So you know that that stuff was super bright and super hot. The aircraft, which was being operated by Titan Airways, had been carrying 11 crew members and nine passengers at the time the missing windows were discovered. So it's not like it was a full plane. Because when I first saw this headline, I'm like, how do they miss that? Like, at least with the passengers. But I guess it makes a little bit more sense. But it also is concerning because... Who's checking the plane? How do they not notice that? And I saw a picture of one of the window frames, and it's obviously distorted, and it's just all wrinkly from it melting. (laughs) So it's just, it's so troubling to hear a story like this because you're like, whose job is it to check that stuff? And especially like with, with whoever the day before when they're doing the video shoot, who's not following protocol? You know, don't let, don't, don't let the film crew dictate what's good and bad for the plane. Okay. All they need to worry about is getting the cleaning crew in there to, to scrub the seats. Cause you know what I'm saying? Cause listen, I don't know if you know this, but come streaks. Okay. Wipe off the windows. If you realize that there's no window there, that I stole that line come streaks from the movie Clerks. <laughs> so it's not I didn't come up with that on my own. I don't know if you know this or not, but come leave streaks if you don't clean it, right? It's not like I'm like, I, I just know this. This is a fact. You don't know this? How do you not know this? Now I will say this. The some of the windows that were missing, they actually had like a thin plastic layer on it. And the window it's the pane itself was gone, but there's like this there's this like thin plastic that was there. So it wasn't completely open. So it's not like they took off and they're like, why is it so windy in here? I don't know. Let's just keep flying. Okay. It's not like that was happening because that would be even worse. (laughs) But eventually they, they must've heard the as they're flying. I imagine the people that were checking the plane before have like that teenage, uh, so annoyed to be working and earning a paycheck type of mentality. Like, oh, I don't want to inspect the plane. Oh, it's so hard. Oh, can't you just like pay me to do nothing? Uh huh. Dude, the windows were melted. How did nobody notice that? So disturbing. I get it. Maybe maybe what it is is that's one of those things that you just don't really check very often because you're checking all the like engine stuff, the you know, fuel gauge, blah blah blah, tires and shit like that. You forget about the basics of the window. But man, that's a big ball to be dropped and thankfully nobody was hurt. But it is kind of disturbing. If I know there's a lot of you that work 
that listen to this that work over at DIA and you guys kick butt. My my neighbor Cole works over there and he chucks luggage for a living. Uh, I shouldn't say chucks. I he treats each bag like it's a child and he gently places it where it belongs. I'm sure that's how he handles things. He's super jacked, by the way. If you want to get buff, go sling luggage for a living. Holy cow. He's like, like, I'm pretty sure he has like Hulk Hogan, you know, pythons for, for arms. I'm pretty sure he could squish my skull like in uh, Game of Thrones, <laughs> right? Let's see. Let's do a video. It'll be fun. <laughs> That's how Duff died. Anyway, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> but anyway, there's a lot of people that work at airlines that listen to this. Fill me in on how the inspection works, because I would think that that would be part of the checklist, but I don't know. You would think, and it's kind of disturbing that, that something like that got to the point where they were right around 15,000 feet before they're like, oh, shit, the windows, they're basically gone. Send me an email, Huff podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on social media. You can direct message me or just send me, uh, you know, a public message at the Huff podcast. I want to know how that works. I want to know. Also, I'd love to see like the daily grind of somebody that works at the airport. I should ask some of the people that work over at DIA because I, I'm sure there's a lot of downtime, but when you guys are just humping along and you're just grinding I think a lot of people take for granted what you guys do. I do. I'm really sucking you off right now. I gotta be honest. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Oh, doesn't that kind of concern you that there's like fucking melted windows and nobody noticed? Just because they're filled with a porn, allegedly. Just because of a porn. A lion caused panic on the streets near a, a, a city near Rome after it escaped from a circus. Now, they caught it before it ate somebody or ate anything. That, well, at least the, that they're saying. But what's crazy is, like, the circus came out. They're like, don't worry. There's no threat. It's fine. Just make sure you don't go, don't go outside. Because they locked down the city once they figured out that it escaped. How is that no threat? I'm sorry. If a lion escapes, there's a threat. Unless you declawed it and you removed all its teeth, which would be sad and just a messed up thing to do. There's a threat if a lion escapes. Why? Because it's not like it's Todd the Friendly Lion. He's on a walkabout. That's what he's doing right now. Oh, look at it. It's Todd the Friendly Lion. Oh, he's just licking everybody. <laughs> there is no such thing as Todd the Friendly Lion because he just ate some motherfucker. Come on. There's always a threat. Hey, and by the way, maybe you don't have animals in circuses anymore. And this type of shit won't happen. It's it's surprising to me that there's still circuses out there that have animals involved. I was talking to somebody the other day, or maybe like a month ago, and I was telling them that at the 
Colorado Renaissance Festival that they still have elephants part of the entertainment. You can ride an elephant. You can see the parade that goes by and there's people walking the elephant and stuff like that. How is that still a thing? Listen, I'm not like all about like PETA and I enjoy eating burgers. I love a good steak. But, I mean, it's kind of fucked up to have an, uh, an, an elephant in this like little space and they're like, we're going to have some snot-nosed kids ride the back of them. It's just bizarre that that's still a thing. I thought that type of shit was just done with. I was very surprised when I when that happened. That was this year. This like July that my family and I went down to the Renaissance Festival. Shut it down. Shut it down. No, I'm not saying shut it down. I just don't I don't I I'm wondering what what's the loophole? Why is that still a thing? It, it's it's just weird. But what, what's even weirder, and I didn't realize till I was writing out the rundown for this, going through all the stories, I was like, I, f- I forgot until I was writing out that I had a dream that was similar and is probably influenced by this story, reading up on the story. I had a dream that last night I couldn't find my kids. We we're out and about somewhere. I don't, I don't know where we were, but I couldn't find them. And there was two lions on the loose as well as a, like some sort of panther or mountain lion, a big old ass mountain lion. And I remember trying to find them and I found them and I had to like, kind of like protect them from the, the loose animals. It was fucking freaky. It was one of those ones where you wake up and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, that wasn't real. It wasn't real, was it? You go check on your kids, and you're like, oh, they got all their limbs. They're good. <laughs> They're good. It, it was it was frightening, which makes you wonder, like, what would you do if you're just out and about? Because, like, every big city has a, a zoo for the most part. What would you do if you live nearby a zoo, and all of a sudden you wake up in the middle of the night, and you're like, is that a, is that a lion or is that a tiger? I mean, that would scare the crap out of me. A cheetah, anything. I still question, because I know the, the tiger cage at the Denver Zoo, I believe it's fully, like there's a, there's a cage over top, I believe. It would be really difficult for the lion to, or the tiger to escape. That being said, it, it could happen. Who knows? But I like the cheetah one, I remember, I haven't seen the cheetah in a while, but I swear to God, if that thing wanted to get out, it could get out. That's why you got to keep it well fed. You better hope that there's never a shortage on funding for a zoo because those animals, they're going to get hungry, they're going to get desperate, and they're going to get creative and escape. And then one morning, you're you're going outside in the to get your newspaper if you're one of those weird people that still gets newspapers or or whatever. You're just going out front, sit on the porch, drinking your coffee. Next thing you know, hey, is that a tiger? Huh? Oh, huh. why is it looking at me? Maybe I should run. Maybe it's too late. <laughs> no, it's scared the shit out of me. What would you be more scared of, though? A lion, a tiger, or a gorilla.
I think, ooh, it depends what kind of tiger, I guess, because I want to say the Siberian tigers are like one of the more deadly, and if I remember correctly, they're the ones that are known to hunt humans. If you do something to them that they will remember and they will stalk you, and it's like crazy. But that being said, like all those would be equally frightening. But maybe a gorilla? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hope that I never have that problem. Like, oh, shit, that's a gorilla. And he looks horny. Oh, God, this is happening. This is happening. Speaking of things that are just, like, happening, and you're like, I don't know what to do. Jelly Roll broke his CMA award before he even managed to get it to his house. Now, I'm reading from Kicks Country 98.7 FM. No idea where that's at. This is what they wrote on Twitter. The new Artist of the Year winner told Entertainment Tonight, I'm so embarrassed. I was so excited. I was swinging around to let somebody hold it, and I'd been passing it around like a bag of popcorn. I've been just letting everybody, you know, like a bag of potatoes, we were just all sharing or something. I feel bad. Oh, God. And then you just, they show a picture of it just like shattered because it's like a glass award. And it's just like shattered on the ground. Now, this is what they said. However, there's an easy solution. His official engraved trophy will actually be sent to him. So it's just like a, a, a prop award anyway. That would be my luck. If I ever won an award, I haven't won jack shit. I one year won best Halloween costume and I may, may allegedly, there are rumors, there's rumblings that I may have stuffed the ballot box, but nobody can prove that. <laughs> nobody can prove that. But it, it would be my luck that if I ever won an award that I would fucking break it. I was part of awards. I won best Imaging, where it's like a radio station voice, the big radio voice. I was that up in Sterling, Colorado. It was one of my first voiceover gigs. And they won Best Imaging from the Colorado Broadcasters Association for a small market, which was really cool. Uh, and then also, Mike and Scott won Best midday show back in 2010 2011 something like that for major market i think it was major market is what they were and it was the half the the demo that i sent in for it was was me with the guys goofing around and, and having fun so that was kind of cool sandy clough came in second place for best midday show a few years later, where it was just him and I doing stuff, and he came in second. So I've never actually personally won an award for something I've done solo. So, and I didn't even get an award. I didn't even get a fucking plaque for those other two things. That's kind of jacked up. Where are you at, Colorado Broadcasters Association? Huh? Where's my award? Where's my plaque? Because I'd be hanging it up behind me on my show. For the two people that watch. <laughs> hey, we got more coming your way. But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster, they have their Thanksgiving menu. And holiday orders need to be placed by 
Sunday, November 19th of 2023, okay? They got whole smoked turkeys. This is really cool because a lot of people love a great meal for Thanksgiving, but it's a lot of work. It is. And here's what's crazy. This is very comparable as far as the cost goes to doing it yourself versus having them do it for you. But instead of you having to wake up early and put in all the grind of getting all the food prepared for your family, you can just have somebody else do it for you prepared by uh, a chef-driven restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take that one 10 out of 10 times. They got whole smoked turkeys, which is $9.99 a pound, and it averages about 10 to 16 pounds, and that, that feeds right around 6 to 10 people. You can do dinner packs, six ounces of turkey breast, mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, sage stuffing, cranberry sauce, choice of pie. And that's just $29.99 a person. That's pretty legit. You get a ton of sides and ton of just food. You can just do the sides as well. You can get pints, quarts, gallons of all those things that I just said, mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, sage stuffing, cranberry sauce. You can also get whole pumpkin pie. Yes, please. Or pumpkin cheesecake. Yes, please. I'll take those. Also, you can get regular meats and sides available as well. So get those holiday orders in by Sunday, November 19th, right around the corner. And send those into catering at sugarfirewesty.com. Or you can give them a call, and they're very quick to answer, and they'll get you set up. It's 720-639-4903. you got to check them out. Sugar Fire in Westminster. Or you can just swing by 144th and Orchard Parkway in Westminster. It's right next to Snooze, just to give you some uh, ideas of where it's at. It's really easy to go in there, and they're more than happy to take your order. I'll be there tonight from 6 to 8 watching the Bronco game. And stop by, set up your order, and then just watch the game with me at their amazing bar. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. I imagine there's going to be a lot of sexist jokes on this. As there should be, because it's kind of funny. Listen, let's just set things aside and joke about it. Let's not be too serious, okay? Right? I'm not a sexist. I'm just saying there's plenty of opportunities for jokes here. Ladies, you understand. I got a lot of ladies that listen to this show, and I love it. It's great. Makes me feel good. But anyway, two NASA astronauts, Jasmine Mogbelli and Laurel O'Hara, were conducting the first all-female spacewalk outside the International Space Station on November 2nd when a tool bag slipped, according to Space.com. And now it's just floating there. Come on, somebody's got to make a sexist joke about this. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. Don't really care. If a dude dropped the the tool bag, uh, ladies would be like, what'd they do? Just like toss it aside? If you see my workbench, my workbench is such a mess. And I have to go clean it and organize it like at least once a month. I need to do it right now because I am really bad at putting things back where they belong. And I just sometimes I'll be busy and I'll just be like, I'll just toss it on the workbench. And then I can't find shit when my wife's all, hey, can we, can you fix this? And be like, okay, yeah, give me a minute. 
because I got to go digging through shit. See? See how this is working? I'm pointing out that guys can be messy too. And, and we misplace our wallets. We misplace our keys all the time. Now, ladies, how many times do you misplace something? Like your purse. Whatever. Okay? See? See how this works? <laughs> See? Okay? The bag of tools, guess how much it's worth? <laughs> so ridiculous. How do you fuck this up? $100,000 worth of tools in that bag. That's ridiculous. One of their main objectives was to do maintenance on the ISS, working on the station's solar arrays, which track the sun and generate electricity to power the station. Really cool. But then they just accidentally, you know, lost the bag. And it's not like it's worth, you know, traveling after. It is worth it, but it's not worth risking their lives to go get it. You can actually see the bag floating next to the ISS. Now, according to NASA, to see it for yourself, track the ISS over the next few months. The tool bag should be just two to four minutes ahead of the station. And you can track that using NASA's new Spot the Station mobile app. I'm going to have to download that because I want to see the bag floating there. I think it. I think it's funny because how many of us lose shit all the time, all the time. I, I wait. Where did I put that? I like. Have you ever like lost your sunglasses and they're just on the top of your head? Did that the other day. I'm like, God dang it, where did I put them? And then I'm like checking my pockets, looking in my car, and then I finally stick my my hand on top of my hat, and I'm like, Oh, they're up there. Okay, that's a weird spot. On my face. Oh, my God. And then the fact that it's it's an all-female spacewalk, you know all the sexist guys are going to be like, that's what happens when you put a woman in charge, okay? Can't keep track of shit. It's like their makeup bag, okay? Listen, any one of us would lose that shit. It, 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 it just so happens it was ladies. Ladies, send me in your sexist jokes. <laughs> Okay, please do so to huffpodcast at gmail.com or at the Huff Podcast uh, on social media. I want you to send me in the jokes that are sexist. Then I'll read them for the next couple episodes. Okay, send them in. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Have you ever, I, I just, I hate when I lose shit and then I find it and it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense where I put it. An employee at NBC Universal got in trouble for announcing on his LinkedIn page, by the way, then he quickly deleted it, the release date of Shrek 5, which has been in the works since 2017. The date is sometime in 2025. I feel like this is an accidentally on purpose type of thing. It's great publicity. And it's like, is it really that big of a deal? I hope that guy didn't get fired because that's stupid. If anything, it's just like, oh, yeah, Shrek, that's still a thing. And according to the, the person that wrote the Shrek 5 that's coming out in 2025, it's supposed to be really good. But what is he supposed to say? You know, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah. 
It's no Shrek the Third, which was terrible. <laughs> I don't know. What, uh, here I am critiquing Shrek movies. I, I, when you have kids, they're all good. They're all good. I don't have anything else to add about that. I really don't care. I just saw that, and I was just like, meh. Is, it, is anything really bad publicity now? No, it's not. A woman who said she got her boyfriend's name Kevin tattooed on her forehead admitted it was fake. We talked about this last week. We kind of knew it was going to be fake. And where there was that Kevin Paul, that celebrity tattoo artist, who was just like, dude, the, the skin's not puffing up. There's no ink coming out of the, the needle. The needle's not even uh, on. The machine's not even on. But she came out and said she claimed she wasn't punking people for internet clout. By the way, her video of, of her getting that had like 2 million views or some shit. But rather to discourage youngsters from getting body graffiti that they might regret down the line. I get that. I get it. But you should have gone a different route. Because not everybody's going to see the follow-up to this story. Because there's these young, dumb, impressionable, impressionable people out there. So she got what she wanted. She made a ton of money off of that because she's an influencer who has tons and tons of followers. So when she posts stuff like that, she gets paid for that. So I, I, just, I, I still don't respect what she did and how she went about it. Okay, so I posted a video on my Facebook page the other day, and I and I took a, a video where this groom is crying. It's kind of like a viral thing where he turns around and he immediately starts crying. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but I wrote, the feeling you get when the, the clogged toilet at your in-laws finally on clogs or something like that. <laughs> Right? And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. It reminded me of when I was dating my wife and I'm over at her mom's house and I'm using the bathroom that was somewhat near the kitchen and that's where everybody was hanging out. So I used the bathroom in the toilet clogs. I'm like, oh, my God. And... Normally, I would just get a plunger and on, unclog it. But there was no plunger in there. Listen, if you don't have a plunger in every bathroom in your house, you're just an asshole, okay? I'm sorry. There should be one. Because, one, for you, and two, if somebody's visiting and they accidentally clog the toilet, I mean, how embarrassing. So I'm like, oh, shit, what do I do? Then I remembered. There's a, there's a plunger upstairs. So the toilet was clogged in that bathroom. And I had to sneak up the stairs to the other bathroom, grab the plunger. Then I like qu quietly, like a freaking ninja, I'm like hugging the rail and I'm slowly walking down the stairs not to hit like a creak in the stairs. And then I'm like, and I like peek around the corner to make sure that nobody's looking. And then I like literally am like counting in my head. Like this is like a Mission Impossible situation. And I'm like, three, 
two, one, go. And I like bolt in slide because I had socks on and it was it was like um, tiled floor and I sl- or hardwood and I slide into the, the bathroom with the plunger in my hand. And then I get in there and I'm like, oh, thank God. Now let's start on clogging the toilet. And it worked. It worked. Then I just left the, the plunger down there for somebody else to discover. But you ha- you can't have a, a bathroom in your house without a plunger in it. That's just messed up. It's so messed up. They're not that expensive. Just get one. I don't care if it's like the proper one because there are like multiple types of plungers. There's some that are designed for sinks. Then there's some that are designed for toilets. Just get one. It doesn't matter. And then I then I came out and nobody knew. Nobody, I, I even told my wife like a year later or maybe it was a, a few months later and she's like, no, we had no idea you did that. Why didn't you just say something? I was like, I'm not going to tell somebody be like, hey, FYI, I'm dating your daughter. Plan on marrying her one day. I just clogged the shit out of your toilet. <laughs> I mean, wow. Uh, where's the plunger? Scott, do you need help? I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I got it. I got it. Got it. Done this plenty of times at my own house. Oh, it's so embarrassing. But but nobody knew. <laughs> nobody knew. So if we can take anything away from this episode is be kind and get a plunger for your bathroom. It's the holiday season, guys. You're going to have people over or you're going to be at somebody's house. And if, if there's no plunger available, that is so embarrassing. Could you imagine? Now I'm thinking like I'm going over to uh, uh, a family member's house, and I'm pretty sure they don't have a plunger in there. So, like, maybe I should just bring one. <laughs> Hi, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Scott, do you have a plunger strapped to your back? Heck yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm ready. I am ready. Oh, so gross. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Hope you're having an amazing day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so. If you're able, please go ahead and give it a nice review. And if you're able to, one, give it a review as far as like, you know, you give it a rating. And then if you're able to write something as well, that would be fantastic. It helps with the algorithm and it helps spread the word of the podcast, which in turn, helps make this continue to move forward. Thanks again to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Go ahead and check them out. Remember, they got that Thanksgiving menu that can help you out. 144th and Orchard Parkway in Westminster, whether it's for you or a friend or a family or somebody that's down on their luck, you can help make Thanksgiving a little bit easier for you or those individuals. And uh, it's, it's just a great deal. Also, Superbook Sports Colorado, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and helping uh, make these shows possible. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's continue to move forward. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you next time.